Hi. Hey. So I get and I'm having the absolute pleasure of hanging out with one of my very best friends in the whole wide world, Melissa Ostro, who happens to be a mixologist. She's not a mixologist. She doesn't want me to call her a mixologist. <laughs> she thinks that that's stupid. She's a bartender at the Block Distilling Co., which is a distillery here in Denver. And she also is the owner and manager and maker of the curated craft cocktail kits of Nectar Cocktails. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me. Oh, it is. The pleasure is mine. The, the pleasure is all mine. Quite frankly. <clears throat> so here we are. Y'all will be listening to this. The days leading up to like one of our first big forsaken yeah (laughs) thanks taking um which we've had several conversations about that here on this podcast but it's we're having a feast it's one of the first big meals where some of us will be gathering and so it only made sense to talk about and invite her to come on to like bang on about cocktails with me some of us imbibe and I am one of those people and historically I have to admit like making I wouldn't even say bougie I would say like my my idea of making a cocktail um up until maybe like a year or two ago was like pouring soda water into a glass with vodka and then if I got real fancy, there would be a lime in there at some point with a twist, if you would. Okay. So she's looking at me like she wants to punch me for those of you. That... I mean, at least she has a twist in there, honestly. I mean, I don't it... know if I, my twist and your twist. I was going to say, I was like, uh, is it actually a twist? Like no, twist it's like wedge. Yeah. Nobody was, nobody was. <laughs> Feeling so sweet, zested, thick citrus rinds and actually twisting them into a glass. It was literally like, let me hack at this lime with this semi-sharpened knife. Anyways, it made sense. Like I said, we're like coming up on the holiday season. For those of us that imbibe and partake, um, we're going to talk about holiday cocktails. We're going to talk about our favorite holiday cocktails. Um, I think we can scooch in some mocktail. Yeah, I was going to say, I also probably have some tips for those of you who do not partake, but still want to partake. But still want to partake. That is partaking. You know what I'm saying? Um, what it looks like to have, you know, some more like accessible options, things that we already have, right? Because that's always been super intimidating to me is like, am I really going to have to buy this bougie bottle of fucking peach brandy that I'm going to use one time and then I'm never going to use again? Or some like crazy bottle of vermouth, which some of y'all really go through vermouth, so maybe that's not a thing for you. And if you're not putting it in the refrigerator, so help me God. (laughs) So let's talk about that, right? Okay, so we'll just go ahead and kick off with what is... What looks like a holiday cocktail to you? What's your idea of like a holiday cocktail? What are you sipping on? 
Um, so I think that you should, the most important thing is to know your crowd. If you are going to have a lot of people, um, who all may have different tastes, I think, um, like some kind of batch cocktail or a punch that's not like overly sweet, maybe some citrus and spice, um, kind of refreshing and palatable and can go with food, not super heavy, um, I think that is probably the way to go if you're just entertaining for a couple of people and you're okay with keeping a few bottles on hand. Um, you could mix up a couple of things that are spirit forward. You could do an old fashioned or you could do a Manhattan um, or you can do our friend's favorite, the, the Captain Morgan and, and eggnog. <laughs> to this and she's going to get so upset but uh it's really bourbon and eggnog I really have to throw that out there but I don't know that that's necessarily better not like a big I'm a big like I'm okay I'm okay with boozy eggnog I think again that like lends to something a little bit heavier it's not necessarily for everybody's taste but it does feel like very holiday um maybe a little more Christmas than Thanksgiving but okay so what's your favorite holiday cocktail like if you were going to drink something What's your go-to? Um, I like something like warm and spicy with a little bit of citrus. Okay. So like hot toddy-esque. Yeah. How are um, you approaching it? So I just with So the best thing to do um, is to kind of start with your spirit. Um, actually, it's really nice. Um, shameless plug working for the block because we have um, seasonal gins and our autumn gin and even our winter gin, which is a barrel, a barrel rested gin. Um, they're both like very spice forward mm -hmm. and they are really fun to play with in place of whiskey. Um, but if you were going to do something hot, like a toddy, I think it's really, obviously if you're a whiskey drinker, go for a whiskey. Um, you also don't have to spend a shit ton of money on these spirits. Um, shop locally, like support your local distilleries. Hello, shameless um, plug. The <laughs> if you're in Denver, come to the block. Um, <laughs> Um, but also like, I mean, I know in Colorado alone, we have a lot of locally owned liquor stores and things like that, that have great deals that they all, all the people that work there are shopping locally and are stocking their favorite things. So talk to them about it. It's really fun. If you don't know where to start, start at your local liquor store or distillery, because those people are happy to tell you how to use their spirits that they make. Or if they're happy to tell you how to use the spirits that they have stocked because they probably picked them, them themselves right. since they are a local liquor store. For sure. Um, and I know if you've come into the block and bought in a bottle, I've probably given you a recipe to make at home. That's just like kind of my shtick. If we talked about and I sold you a bottle, I probably was like, here's how you can use it. Here's how we use it. Because... It just creates a nice relationship and a nice interaction and like people really feel like they they gained something besides just buying, buying a bottle from you. Right. Yeah, they got a little piece of education <laughs> and a little piece of who you are. Well, I hope, right, like if you're working in a local a local spot, right, whether it's like a distillery or, you know, like a um like the small batch liquor store um up here in Tennyson. If and if you're work if you're part of the team you know with someone that's local I'm gonna assume that you're in that world because you're passionate about what you do right like yeah. because it means something to you aside from 
telling people to put Captain Morgan in their eggnog. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> typically the people that are also, she's right, like, the people that are working at those places are working there because they lo- they are very passionate about, like, the, what is going into the spirit being made. Like, I know, the like, literally every, when you come into the block, everything that goes into your glass gets made in our building from, like, we really have a team of very culinary-driven service industry people and culinary-driven bartenders like myself and, um... Like our manager, Jess, she has a culinary degree. I have a pastry certification. Our other bartender, Dan, has worked in kitchens. Like all these people are very, like we are very apt to making things and being creative. Um, So we make all of our mixers and things like that. But then we also, just as much effort goes into our spirits. The owners and distillers are putting a lot of effort into making those things. So we're all very passionate about teaching people how to use them and what makes them unique and how to highlight their unique things. Like we have... A whiskey that has oat in it and that's not a common grain you find we make a marigold sour um it goes to a good cause and supports the marigold project but also like highlights the marigold and that highlights the dried floral notes that the oat brings out from the rye and the barley um and it's just it's just really nice um and we talk about kind of highlighting that so the best place to start if you're trying to make good holiday cocktails and seasonal cocktails is to start locally go to your local spirit shops go to your local distilleries and then find out what ingredients are around you locally well and i think that there is something to be said about that right i mean it's not even necessary we are talking about holiday cocktails but also just what's in season what's in season around you uh what's in season in your area i think that that's all our point is okay there's a point to this specific thing and that is that we're gonna get to what y'all can make and how we can make this approachable but start small shop small all the times but especially during the holidays no you know what i'm saying yeah um so again one of my issues in the past right is generally accessibility okay like not accessibility approachability sorry um do i have to buy a ton of shit Right. Um, And also kind of what you touched on earlier, like if I have two or three people over for dinner, I'm not going to mind shaking cocktails on occasion. Right. We're going to make a hard segue really quick. Because a couple weeks ago, okay, so I don't own a it's not a it's not what do you call it do you call it a shaker what do you call it at work a shaker okay your boss your your boss doesn't call it that your boss just calls it a tin well she's from chicago so 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 she calls this thing that's not a a slight on anybody from chicago (laughs) it's it's specifically a slight on her her yeah so so i'm you know i'm trying to like be a little bit sneaky and i'm like hey do you have a shaker i'm trying you know she's gonna make dinner i want to do something nice in return because i really did not contribute anything to that dinner whatsoever and i was like do you have a shaker she was like no i don't have one and i was thinking to myself like how the fuck do you not have a shaker like what? Because she doesn't do anything at home. <laughs> okay, well, she doesn't. She needs Taco Bell. But I was like, how no, do you... No, I mean that not like she doesn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't mean it like she's a lazy fuck. But like, I meant like she's never she's home not, to do right. things. 
So I'm like, how do? But I'm I'm also like, I mean, cool. Like, I guess I can get a mason jar, or I guess I can. So yeah, like to that extent, like you really don't need to. Well, I'm going somewhere all with right, this. Jesus so fuck, all right. so here we'll I so you? here I was. So she brings over like a blender bottle. <laughs> she brings a blender bottle, but she also brings me a shaker. Because what she thought that I meant was that I was making dessert and she which brought, checks out. which it's checks out, totally I suppose, but she brought me like a, like a powdered sugar or like a shaker, like a, like a pastry. Which that, I don't understand. I mean, I, I don't either. Bless her cotton socks. I mean, <laughs> whatever. My point is, is like, number one, we're going to make do with things that we have, okay? So, like, yeah. I don't mind shaking cocktails for a couple of people. But if I'm having, like, a big-ass dinner, if I'm hosting a feast, if I, if people, if I have, like, 10, 15 people coming over for Christmas, what am I making that's approachable? Do I, I keep saying accessible, yeah. don't I? Tell yeah, me to so shut up when I, I mean, do that. Which is, like, the same, which is the same so I like kind of went off on a tangent there about going and like sourcing these things so if you're like lose if you are looking for spirits for sure shop locally but then if when it goes to your ingredients that you're going to be putting into your cocktail too it's like a lot of times and also when you're shopping for your spirit just think about the flavors that you want and if you're thinking about like holiday and things like that like spiced and citrus and warm and cranberry and apple and all of these things are really will start like rolling off the top of your head and then you can go okay what do I have in my refrigerator and what what is like because typically if it goes my general rule of thumb honestly is like if it goes together in the kitchen it will likely go together in your glass you just might have to do like a little bit of a finagle to get it there but like um so it's like how do you incorporate those things together um but like it like she said if you don't mind shaking a couple of cocktails um like a spiced holiday margarita or like ooh, what would you do though like how would you approach it like some cranberry or pomegranate oh pomegranate yeah so if you think about the components of a margarita let's break it down let's break it down spirit sour sweet um so then you have like how can we introduce those things typically the sour is introduced by lemon lime orange and the sweetness is cane sugar and or agave if you're doing like a coin style margarita um and then you have the spirit typically tequila if you want something a little bit smoky which might be nice for the holiday you can Mm -hmm. do a nice mezcal. mezcal um and then so it's like so think about what kind of spirit so if you're going to do something smoky something that is like earthy and a little bit bitter might go good with that so if you wanted to switch it to like grapefruit or maybe even pomegranate that's like nice and tart and um has a nice like stone fruity like essence to it which goes really nice with some smoke um and like is that something that you would that you recommend batching yeah, you could do that. That's like a great so stuff that has like sour and sweet, like high levels of that stuff is like sometimes especially like sweet, those things do well. Those things almost taste better being batched. Um because they like sit together and right. they like blend together. So like if you're prepping for your party and you want to batch the cocktail together, maybe do it without ice, but um right. but or if you like you know, you do account for some maybe that's too I don't need to talk about that. Um I don't <laughs> 
want to get, I was like going to talk about dilution. We don't need to go there. Um, just like batch it without the ice, pour it over ice um, and stir it a couple of times. Like if, if we're talking about, a, okay, I'm just going to give you guys a recipe for a holiday margarita. Okay. Get um, your pen and paper out. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, think of like lime, pomegranate or cranberry, whatever you can find. Again, don't go crazy and don't drive yourself crazy. I literally was just at our local store. These things are in season right now. So they're going to be like not only at their peak freshness, but at their peak price point. Um, so I was like literally just at the store. Pomegranates typically are super expensive. They're in season right now. They're three for $5. Oh, so you know what I mean? Like they were actually really cheap. And, um, but also maybe that's just like a nice garnish. Um, you wouldn't also you like really necessarily use the seed to make so, a cocktail. Right. Um, well, let's just pause for yeah. a moment. We're not <laughs> implying that you should go buy a yeah. shitload. That's not very approachable. Yeah, yeah. So just, you know, if you get some pomegranate juice and some fresh lime juice or some fresh limes and squeeze them yourself, um, just keeping everything fresh and simple is totally fine. Like the, if you can keep it simple, just also keep it fresh. Um, fresh lime juice, cranberry, um, some tequila or some mezcal. Um, and what we can do too is like put a proper, I'll have you send me yeah, a proper I'm recipe. Like off yeah. And if right you now, guys can look guys. in the show notes and <laughs> I'll have an There'll actual be a holiday yeah. margarita recipe there for you. <laughs> That's that not just, just rattling. <laughs> <laughs> they're like with their pen and paper, yeah, like, but, like how okay, much? <laughs> but how much of this? And I'm like, what? And she's like, Seeds or no seeds? seeds. What the sweet so, so are we doing about? seeds or we're not going to do any seeds? <laughs> oh, my God. Seeds. I'm so sorry, you guys. <sighs> um, okay, so we will get a proper holiday margarita down there for you. But, um, yeah, I mean, elderflower is nice, too. And... <laughs> See, sometimes you really can't let us, we, we have this issue where if we start, if we both start talking about things that we are passionate and love, there's a lot of rabbit holing. Okay. So if you're listening now to this. I'm like, sweet. Hell yeah. Okay. So you guys are probably going to get a cranberry elderflower like margarita. I think that sounds delicious. I think that sounds delicious right? that too. Sounds yeah. Dope. Yeah, it does. All right. Um, so yeah, approachability, just use what you have. Don't go crazy. I had a friend the other day that really wanted to make a last word and didn't want to buy a $60 bottle of chartreuse, which is absurd because it's, that's like also not a crazy approachable liqueur to have on your shelf as a home bartender. Um, unless you're just going to constantly drink last words, which. Well, so, okay. So talking about home bars, right? Because they're like our good friend, Hannah. They have a home, hey hand, they have a home bar with their partner that, you know, I'm like, that is, uh, stocked, you know what I'm saying? But like, that's also something that she finds joy in. Yeah. I do not have a home bar because my best friend is a bartender, you guys. So (laughs) I'm like, I am not making a lot of cocktails at home if I'm being really honest, but in terms of the holidays, When you're thinking about holiday forward beverages, cocktail situations, if you had to have like a handful of things in your home bar, what would they be? Um, probably whiskey. Okay. Um, some kind of like vodka just because it's mixable and like probably, you know, mules and things like that are most approachable for people. Right. Um, 
something like nice. I need something like nice and spiced. So like a rum maybe or, you know, something like that. Rum is rums are also like a pretty approachable price point too. Like a spice rum toddy that you could batch, do hot is totally fine. Tom and Jerry, which yeah. is a big your boss is a big fan. So if I'm being honest with y'all, I actually did not know what a Tom and Do you know what a Tom and Jerry is? I didn't know what it was. It's custard it's literally like some sort of custard situation that you buy at a gas station yeah. like she literally said that you buy it at a gas station some of you guys like okay she's gonna look it up on her phone um jessica was telling me about this this morning and it's like custard that like you eat that you like whack in a cup with captain morgan which is just for somebody that is a beverage director of a local distillery drinking captain Morgan just blows my mind a little bit also if you knew this person it's not that shocking um and then hot water and you like shake it up you do a, a, a shaken type and it gets frothy i don't this doesn't sound delicious just for, <laughs> <laughs> just for the record okay this sounds what i'm looking at sounds a lot better than, than whatever she described <laughs> whatever gas station situation you're describing <laughs> um so just in case anybody's wondering the gas station custard is not a part of the traditional recipe <laughs> um, <laughs> um it is milk egg yolk it's basically eggnog some kind of egg situation you know this is this is with an, a whole egg um what's gonna differentiate brandy it? and rum oh okay so what's is it it's a variant of eggnog with brandy and rum that's like literally it so it's like and it's served hot so it's like oh a, it co- uh, eggnog is cold and yeah. this is hot this is hot okay so anywho going back to I the mean, bar it does, situation it sounds like a custard yeah right but. But she's buying, I don't know, she'll have to, to uh, whatever. she's, whatever. Like, so, so, wait, back to our bar cart. Eggnog and Captain Morgan, this is the same fucking thing. I don't She I, was like, don't tell people I drink eggnog and Captain Morgan. She drinks, is, she drinks she eggnog and bourbon, <laughs> for the record, just to set everybody straight. Okay, um, so things on our holiday bar cart. We're going whiskey. We're going clear spirit like vodka because it's approachable. And we're going... Yeah. Um, like rum. A, like a rum, yeah. Brandy is a nice holiday spirit too. Also pretty approachable in price most most of the time. Like we have some nice, like again, local brandies that are come at a really good price point. Um, don't spend a ton of crazy money on specialty spirits, especially if you're going to be mixing something. Right. Like you don't need to go buy a d- bottle of Don Julio 1942 to put in your fucking margarita. Right. Um, like literally just, you know, buy buy a real tequila from Jalisco. We're not going to do this stupid shit and buy like Casamigos and we are not going to promote that stuff here. But um, like if you're going to, you know, you don't have to spend a shit ton of money, support the right people. Um, and you know, just know what your budget is. There's like, you can, and that's where it goes into having the conversation with the people at your local liquor stores and things like that. Tell them what you're looking for. But I also, I mean, I think that there's something to be said about that though, right? Because I think when you're hosting and you're, especially if you're hosting and you're entertaining, like you want to, I mean, most people want to provide like an elevated experience, right? I mean, they want it to be, but I like, I know that I have made the, I mean, I've done like, um, like a nonsense sangria type situation, right? Like I did this sangria with like apple cider. It was like a fall sangria. But I mean, I was like buying top shelf shit for this. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, but I mean, it's literally like there's hella sugar in there. There's apples. Like, are you tasting the spirit? 
Sure, right? but you're not sipping me. like a yeah. $400 bottle of yeah. Japanese and whiskey. I'm not, and I'm not saying like disrespect the fuck out of your guests and throw a $5 bottle of pop-ops in there. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also say, not saying like go and spend the most amount of money. And like I think people, I so here's the thing. I don't think that social class and financial status or anything like that and good experience is mutually exclusive. I don't think that you need to spend a shit ton of money on specialty products to provide a good experience for somebody. Um, I think that you can do, I think that half of the experience goes into the thought that you just tried, you even thought about making a cocktail. So like I tried to make this girl a cocktail and I might have made it in a... Blender, blender bottle, bottle but it's totally fine. and i did it you We're know what i'm saying gonna put a list of like all, like uh approachable materials you can use at home like mason jars mason jars tupperwares i don't give a shit if you can seal it and it has a lid shake your fucking shake in shake it, it in it you're not gonna shake what jessica brought to my house which is a powdered sugar shaker because you'd have shit <laughs> <Yeah>. everywhere <laughs> but if you can seal it if you can, you can seal it you it. can shake it anywho um i think that that's i think that that's like important to note though right like i said uh, people want to go like all i mean i yeah with that same but then it's like it's it's so and also to that extent you may be saying but i want to do that and that's totally hey if if you you want to do that do that i just want you to do what you want to do and not what you feel like you're expected expected to to do do. well and what was the okay so that going back to that cocktail specifically because honestly it was a very i made a cocktail and naturally i consulted with my cocktail expert right here Mm -hmm. and so it was a whiskey riff on a bee's knees right that's what i ended up making with um this past time yeah no 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 yeah no way with a pair yeah it's not a bee's knees dog but <laughs> that's what you told me uh, that's like what i said at first and then oh. i changed it because you were gonna have to buy um see this is what i said y'all this is like not scripted i'm sure that that's really hard for you to tell <laughs> um but uh i wonder if your boss looked at me like i was a fucking idiot because Probably. that's she's, she's like, like oh she thinks it's so cute how it's cute how cute it's a bee's knees it's really not serving over ice <laughs> i shook it i didn't and shook okay well, so, and, shook so we're not talking so anyways what matter. i did it was bourbon hair I made a pear simple type situation with sage and clove and cardamom and cinnamon. It was divine. Okay, so what would you call that, though? A pear bourbon cocktail? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a name for that? Um, Because, but also, I think that that's really beneficial to know. Smash, I guess, would be like the closest. Because of the puree, it has like a chunky ish. Like it a had texture, some viscosity, a texture to it. Yeah, yeah. I guess like a smash would be like the closest thing. I think that number one, I feel like for me, that's something that is super approachable. It feels a little bit elevated, and it has like a little bit more time and effort into it. All because I cooked down some pears with some brown yeah, sugar so and like spices. You guys, your hosting chances are you're also going to have like so. Here's the thing: you don't have to stock a home bar if you just have like a bunch of people and you want to make like a mulled cider or sangria. That's a good idea. Dump a bunch of wine in your crock pot with some fresh with some fresh citrus, some whole toasted spices. Like this is all super cheap, like cinnamon sticks. Cardamom, cardamom pods are, are probably the most expensive thing you're going to use, honestly. Cardamom pods, star anise, cinnamon, 
some pepperberry. Oh, All yeah. of that stuff is super approachable, super inexpensive. Stuff that you might even, even already you, have. Or that you might use again. Or that you will use again. Um, and also, like, the pepperberry. Like, you, if you have whole cracked, like, if you're cracking, like, whole pepper in a grinder, throw it in the thing and toast it. Um, there's, like, just look at what's around you and what you're already making. And, like, I literally, half the time, I'm like, how the hell could I make this into a cocktail? And I'm like, okay, well, I could do, like, a mold, you know, I'm making pumpkin pie. I'm like, I can make a mold cider. Throw a little fucking pumpkin puree in yeah. there if you want to. I love that. And that's what I loved about that cocktail specifically is that there was, like, a little bit of, like, viscosity to it. Like, right? There was, like, some texture to yeah, it. Yeah, and I feel bad because I feel like we were like, oh, we're going to talk holiday cocktails and what you can do. And I feel like I'm not giving you any one specific thing that you can and can't do. But Our point that's, is. That's kind of, that's, that, but that I feel like is kind of the point And that's kind of how I make cocktails, why I kind of hate calling being called a mixologist because I am not as, I sometimes wish that I was, but I am not as regimented and like structured right. as the people who really do consider themselves mixologists. So half the time I really don't think I deserve that title because that's, that's not bullshit, how I, I don't care. that's not how I mix cocktails. I know, so, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just so, it's so culinary driven and so driven by just like, what can I throw together real quick that I already have in front of me? I know these flavors go well together in the kitchen. They are classic flavor pairings together. And but I if have, you're doing yourself a tiny bit of a solid, I mean, can you give yourself a small pat on the back and perhaps that actually makes you quite good at what you do? I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm bad at what I do. And but I, I but think I that there's like something little, to be said process, about like... Yeah, my process is a little chaotic, but I think my process is also like for the everyday people. Right. Like, who aren't, That's my you point. Know, everyday people aren't, aren't so regimented. And it's They're not like, buying $60 yeah. bottles of chartreuse. Yeah, exactly. Probably. And I'm just like, you know, I, man, okay, I've got this fucking honestly bottle of white wine i got from a deal at olive garden one time and i'm gonna fucking put it in this crock pot and so what's like funny <laughs> what's funny, white wine or something. What's funny is that it's actually totally fine you don't have to fucking do anything different you don't like and okay so honestly okay like listen for my olive garden white wine people here's what you can do grab some fucking apple cider throw it in that oh shit. yeah some like a white sangria citrus yeah, yeah mold sangria hot. situation yeah, yeah white is fine too just use what you got don't let anything go to waste big advocate of that do you know that this is how we fell in love do you yeah. remember like when we started talking so if you know anything about me or me or her <laughs> Uh, we're Instagram lovers and, and I'm talking like the most absolute platonic kind of love in the whole wide world. But that's how we met was on Instagram mm -hmm. and we started talking like we really connected on you were making a post. You had made a post about the mold wine mm -hmm. that you were doing in your crock pot. And I was like, I'm on my way. And she was like, crock cool. pots of wine. Yeah. I, she was like, cool, because I got crock pots of wine. You got hand pies. Like, we are a match made in heaven. If I'm being really honest with you, the rest is history. So, this is real full circle. Yeah, this right is here. a real full circle. <laughs> I was like, wait, I wonder if she remembers. Because I was like, wait, this girl's picture is so cool. And I was like, hey, I like crock pots of wine. <laughs> And I really did. I think I said something to the effect of like, I'm on my way. Yeah, but yeah. I think that like, that's what I've learned the most from you 
specifically, if you're going into, I mean, we really are like plugging the fuck out of the block, but I mean, this is, oh, I'm like, this is like inadvertent. You spend so much of your time there. This is not fully intentional, just so you guys well, know. Well, it's but. like, it, it, so here's the thing. It's like the block has just given me such a platform to express myself and all of the crazy shit that I'm a graphic designer. I went to pastry school to be a better fucking bartender. Like, right. You know what I mean? All the crazy shit. If you shit look at those I've cocktails, doing, though, yeah. I mean, if you look at those cocktails, it is very apparent that they are absolutely created by and emulate sort of like the culinary industry as a whole right i mean we have like riffs on like pineapple upside down cake and i don't know share just to give people some ideas of like things that they could potentially do at home in like a creative way just tell the people about a couple of your favorites that are on the menu right now yeah so like i have a um a sweet potato pie cocktail it's called harvest moon and it's literally sweet potato puree that has a little bit of black walnut bitters in it um that you make which no 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 that's that is that's bought is it yeah okay but you do black walnut bitters stuff for nectar yeah um and um but yeah, just because of for production purposes, we do buy that at the block. But um, you can black walnut is a very common flavor. Fee Brothers makes a great one, and so does uh, Strong Water. They're a local Colorado company. Um, Anyways, back to the sweet potato. Harvest <laughs> <laughs> Moon. So yeah, so it's um, so it's like literally sweet potato puree, a whole egg, and gin. That's like something very approachable that you could make at home. Honestly, you have to shake the shit out of it. But well, I was gonna say oh, some people are real hesitant and maybe about if the you're whole not, egg. The egg thing is not is fine you don't have to you don't have to do that but what can you say to like smooth people's edges though in in approaching cocktails that 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 do have eggs so here's the thing um the any any re i don't want to tell you that like it's crazy 100 safe and nothing is going to happen to you but the likeliness of something happening to you is like very low well especially um, if you eat especially like lettuce. if you yeah <laughs> i mean like yeah you get e coli from lettuce and like shit <laughs> listeria from yeah. lettuce and shit so it's like um so here's the thing people don't think about eggshells being porous but they very much so are so you need to wash them um a lot of the bacteria and salmonella that people are afraid of does not exist within the the egg egg. it exists on the egg shell and it is contracted through you eating the egg because it slides through the shell when you crack it open or it's been sitting in the shell um and that's how you're contracting it because that's that's where you know what i mean that's what you're eating you're not eating the the egg shell but the bacteria really starts in the shell um first of all again going back to supporting local another one reason why if you are making cocktails this way it's really cool to support your local farmer because you know that the eggs are fresh right um and they they didn't you know you have no idea what happened to the egg and king supers before you got it so um so full circle moments yeah so um these um you know buy fresh eggs just wash them honestly you're and and you're gonna be fine um the uh and using yeah fresh eggs um, what do you think about the amount of alcohol in the cocktail too it's like kind of like the idea behind ceviche like the acidic nature of the citrus that you're putting in there is cooking and killing any bacteria on the fish that you would like possibly contract the same thing with the alcohol in the cocktail like the chances okay. are you're putting enough in there that and again eggs typically have things that are sour so you have enough acid and 
alcohol in there to really combat anything that's going to happen to you. What, what else is one of your, what it's, what's another one of your favorites that's on? So actually Liz made a cocktail that, um, I really, honestly, when people ask me what my favorite cocktail on the menu is, I mostly say this because it is just very damn good. Um, it is a very well balanced, like spirit, spirit forward, like gin Manhattan mm-hmm. that I think honestly is like perfect for the holiday season. It's an apple infused gin, um and like a raisin liqueur that's meant to mimic like a sweet vermouth yeah. that she makes um and like a cherry liqueur so or a cherry a spice cherry simple that we also use in the upside down cocktail um so i will preface by saying that like as a distillery legally we're not allowed to like serve or distribute or sell any spirits that we don't make in house so it lends us like that's a big block for maybe other teams um, it's not for ours because of the way that it's built um, with this culinary background. Like we all are so creative. We have the ability to think around like, okay, how do we make something taste like vermouth when we are not making great base spirits? Right. Um, and like all of these things. So uh, that's honestly like my favorite part about working there. But um, and really why I think what has taught me the most that on any level cocktails can be made that way like right. cocktails can be made like you're cooking and like you're just like kind of throwing flavors together that are approachable that you know that you're going to use again that you're already using you don't have to spend a ton of money you don't have to do all of these crazy things it's nice to do those things if you have the privilege and the ability to go out and buy but that's not the point right but that's not the point right. um it doesn't always have to be the point of the experience so what you're saying is that all you want to do this afternoon is get a bottle of Captain Morgan. <laughs> Put it in some eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> we'll grate some fresh nutmeg on top Okay, of so it. she did she did make a point to say, like, if there's not freshly grated nutmeg on it, it I'm not fucking work. drinking it. Yeah. So but because of course she did. I but know. Um, she's been putting nutmeg on everything. On everything. She's her. insane Dude, with know. the microplane. Oh God, I can't. <laughs> I um I was like I mean cuz pe- like some folks are like making their eggnog, right? Mm-hmm. Making eggnog does not sound approachable to me. That does, that sounds like yeah, too much. Yeah, so it's like everybody's always like, "Oh, these cocktails aren't approachable. I have to do all these things." I'm like, "Don't yeah, make your eggnog. Yeah. Go buy that Go shit. Go buy your eggnog, but also if you're making motherfucking eggnog, you can make a cocktail." <laughs> <laughs> if you're making eggnog from scratch, <laughs> or if you guys are like stringing cranberries and popcorn or doing all these other like weird Oh like, god. I'm not trying here to yuck anything. Yes, she so is. She is dragging me for loving oh, no, I'm Christmas. I'm fucking sitting in a Christmas blanket right now. It's fucking November 18th or some shit. I don't know what day it is. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Christmas threw up in Ava Truckee's house. It really, it did. Uh, I have children. What can I say? Anyways. That's like literally the only pass that you're getting. Okay. Oh, it's because I have the babies. for my children. Yeah. This is just for my kids. Fine. (laughs) Um, If Mooney asked for it, Mooney Mooney can have it. Mooney can have it. I know. (laughs) Bless her. Thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah, dude. I'm. So, I hope that this wasn't as chaotic as it seemed. Uh, it absolutely was, <laughs> but also I think that for I the feel mo- like some of this, most of this podcast, you're like, I didn't ask you that, but that's fine. <laughs> and we're going over here now. I think that they're mostly used to me at this point, and like I said, there's like a lot of times where I'm laughing at my own jokes hey, by myself oh, sitting I know I here. <laughs> 
Don't worry. She also listens to my <laughs> podcast and knows. But I hope that you guys find this beneficial and that you had some good laughs. And that at the end of the day... Make what you want to make. Make what you want to make. Don't feel pressured to spend a shit ton of money. Don't or do it. Provide crazy experiences because at the end of the day, the people that love you are going to be. They want to hang out happy. with you. They want to watch you shake cocktails yeah. in your blender bottle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a story. They're going to love it forever. Like literally, I don't know how many more times this blender bottle situation is going to come up between us, but now it's a memory that we have. It's a memory. It's a memory so, that we have forever. It's ingrained. Make memories. Don't stress yourself. Make about. cocktails. Make mocktails. Oh if yeah, you will. yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, well, sorry. we'll just put it. We'll put it on the yeah. show notes. Apple cider. Apple apple cider. Uh, we're gonna do um the cranberry, or we're doing a pomegranate margarita. We'll mm-hmm. get that in the show notes, and then um, some accessible home tools that you can exchange. And for then we'll tools. also include a a mocktail for those of y'all that want to participate without fully participating. Yay! Yeah. Uh, again, shameless plug for like the, I feel like I should get paid by your boss for <laughs> plugging the block for 40 minutes. Um, but if you are in Denver for real, go check out my best friend behind the bar at the block distilling co. Um, and if you're not in Denver shop local shop small, hang out in your local distilleries and hang out in the liquor stores that are small owned, yeah. locally owned, because those that's, that's yeah, the that's the, the joint. That yeah. the, that's the people that care about what they do, and I think that they're going to be able to provide you with the best um, recommendations. They also know the things that are seasonal within your your area and your means. Yeah, so. if you're not in like Denver, but you're in Colorado, Molly's, Molly's, Argonaut, yep, um, Mr. B's, all those places have a really and also shout out to Country Club Liquors on Cedar in Denver. Because that guy keeps the fever tree stocked. Stocked. If y'all are like, where are you getting the fever tree? She that's it. She has the plug. All right, y'all. I hope you all have a good holiday. And I will catch up with you guys next week. <laughs>